Hey yo, hey yo, this your boy CG over at Homage Chip Pop Poetry, brought to you by NWT Entertainment. And you know what it is. We like to put appreciation in hip hop, but we also want to put appreciation in broadcasting. So I want to give a huge shout out and a thank you to my boy D Win over at the Legacy Podcast. If you're looking for uh, inspiration, a story, or uh, anything, some advice just to make it through the day, check your boy out. That's D Win over at Legacy Podcast. And this your boy CG, and you already know nwt entertainment we thank you mr d win and we damn sure appreciate you welcome to the d win legacy podcast brought to you by d souls productions llc men Remember when you carried yourself as a king? Women, remember when you carried yourself as a queen? And we were here to build a strong foundation, not only for ourselves, but for our families and the generations coming up after us. But now, we're putting all of our time and energy, and while we're not getting along with one another, and we're not taking the time to put more focus into the important element of rebuilding family structure. So come on this journey with me with the D-Win Legacy Podcast. Welcome back to the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And here we are on this Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. We had a little bit of a layoff. I hope everyone enjoyed their Father's Day weekend. Much respect to all the fathers out there who's holding it down. Big shout out to my dad. May rest in peace. You know, I always carry you around in my heart. Love you. And this past weekend has been a... um, once again, a battle because uh, I was fighting with this. Uh, I, I hate summer colds, man. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people experience summer colds, but I never experienced it for myself. And this is the first time I've, I've experienced it. And I didn't realize that um, there's a connection with allergies in regards to uh, this year's summer's cold. And it's and it's it's rapid, man. It's, it's everywhere. Um, I thought it was just me, but um, people at my job and just people in general um they have this cough that they're trying to get rid of so this virus is strong in this season man and um i don't mean to keep going back to the weather but 
I knew something was off because, um, you know, with that temperature going up and down and we really didn't experience a transition in the season. Uh, I know how my body is. Um, I'm still trying to get myself regulated here. You know, one minute I'm hot, one minute I'm cold. It's, like, it's crazy. But I know it's this, uh, this summer cold that's going around. But during my downtime, um, I made sure that I always continue to put in some type of work. So I continue my research and always got my nose in a book, you know. And uh, the one thing I was doing this past spring was getting out and having more of a physical interaction with the people here in our inner city. Now, Delaware is small, okay? And it's a big circle. It's really hard to get lost here in Delaware. I mean, if you come into Delaware and you happen to make a wrong turn or something, you'll be able to navigate your way back to 95 to get where you're going. Um, now, if you're heading west, that's a, another situation. But it's just so uh, convenient, you know, everything is pretty much in one location. But the one thing that I noticed, like um, one day when I was leaving work, it was a Friday, a couple Fridays ago. Now, Delaware is not known, Wilmington, Delaware is not known for pretty much anything going on after 5 p.m. Usually around 5 p.m., everything just just shuts down. But they have new development here in Delaware, that's, in Wilmington, Delaware, that's happening, where they're building... Uh, it started out probably like around eight years ago. They started building these these lofts, and now they're building like you know luxury apartments and condominiums. Now <laughs> it's called gentrification, right? And, and gentrification is supposed to be something that is supposed to be there for the middle class, okay? But as we all know, the middle class has pretty much been wiped out. And uh, the last of the middle class people, um, now, mind you now, middle class is six-figure salaries, all right? If you're five figures and you think you're a middle class, you're mistaken, okay? If you're in that five-figure range like I am, you are, if you don't have your things in order, you don't have your shit together, you are uh, one foot on a banana peel and one foot on poverty if you don't have your shit right. But what they're doing is, is that they're, they're building up everything in the inner city and they're getting to that point where they're gonna, well, they already have, start pushing uh, everyone, else, everyone else out, okay? And, and what I've what I've been doing, I've been pretty much just going around to the local black businesses here in our inner city and just talking to them. And they all pretty much gave me the same answer. A lot of them are just afraid that they're not, they're, it's going to get to a point where they're not going to be able to afford the leasing. And this is something that I've already seen already. Uh, a lot of the um, businesses that have been here for a long time. And this is not just only black businesses. I'm talking about uh, white-owned businesses just as well. We have a, we had a delicatessen uh, called Leo and Jimmy's, very famous for um, doing handmade hoagies. Uh, we had um, 
the place, a Jamaican restaurant. Uh, there was a Kennedy's, Kennedy's Fried Chicken. And there's a couple other shops. And they all just shut down. And I, and I heard from, uh, you know, just, just talking to people that a lot of them just couldn't afford the leasing. And the, and the leasing started to go up when they started to um, bring in more development, you know, putting in these these fancy luxury lofts and apartments and condominiums. And, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Um, and, and, and talking to the people that own the local black, black businesses here, and they're, they're not in one area. They're pretty much scattered all around. And uh, my cousin, she actually uh, won't, won't, she, she actually owns one of the shops. And she talks to me all the time. She tells me how she's having problems with the people on her uh, block. She's not on uh, the strip of the Market Street Mall where all the main uh, shops and boutiques and uh, barbershops are. are. She, she, she's not there, but she's still she's on the off street. And she's still having problems with uh, people on her block giving her issues you know and she said she said the same thing she know what it is <laughs> she know what I mean it is what it is you know but um and talking to people that own these businesses you know I, I think they kind of got off balance with me because I'm telling them like come on man we got to up our game okay we got to start recycling our money through these black owned businesses and, and and you know create a united front and start supporting each other and, and the one thing that really bothered me, like, for instance, one of the barbershops, actually is my new barbershop that I go to now, uh, I, I kind of got on them because of the piss poor customer service. Now, I don't mind it so much, but it's little certain things that you shouldn't do when you're giving somebody, you know, you're trying to provide somebody with good customer service. Let me give you an example. Like, you know, a barbershop is a barbershop. You know, you go in, you know, you get your hair cut. You know, all the brothers, we, we sit in there, we talk about different issues, we laugh and joke. Um, but when you're, like, cutting people's hair and you stop in the middle of cutting their hair and you walk out the barbershop and you talking to people on the street and interacting and coming back when you feel like it, I mean, little shit like that you can't do. I mean, show a high level of customer service to your customers. And, and I was also telling them, like, you know, they, they all have nice shops, but just give it a little bit more of an upgrade because I'm telling them, like, look, I'm going to come through. I'm going to show my support. I'm also going to uh, turn other people onto your businesses so they can show their support. I mean, we have to build a united front with each other. You know, some of them, you know, they, they took it as a uh, wake up call, but some people got bent out of shape. But at the same time, they still you know, understand where I'm coming from. Um, this is, this assimilation is real people. And, and when it comes to assimilation, if you are not adjusting to your environment, you're going to be pushed out or you're just going to be made to adapt. Now, if you're, if you're able to maintain, that's a, that's another story. Okay. But it's understandable. A lot of people don't want to get out of their comfort zone, but we can't wait until, you know, shit, shit goes bad, you know, <laughs> and now we want to bitch and moan and complain or, or why they do that to me and they pushed me out. And I, I saw it that Friday when I left work. Um, they're trying to build back up the inner cities and uh, you may experience the same thing. Um, there are other places that are much bigger that you may not uh, 
realize it right offhand. Like if you're in Philly or New York or Chicago, Chicago's another story. I'll do another podcast on that. That's some real bullshit going on there. But you're going to notice that what's happening in the inner cities, they're making things very difficult for people who want to live in in the inner city or who want to uh, start up a business or uh, maintain their business. And they pretty much want to push, push us out into the suburbs. And uh, either way, I mean, we got to find a solution in providing, you know, an economic uh, balance where we are taking care of ourselves. Now, the one thing I did ask a lot of the business owners, I I asked them, I said, who's your I said, who's your primary um, customer? And they like, you know, black people. I said, of course. But the environment that you're in, you have to. Even if, even if you only have black customers, you want to make your establishment look like you're willing to provide customer service to any race and culture that comes into your establishment. So just in saying that, I just think it's important and I'm going to be doing more of this, of getting out and getting myself more involved with more physical interaction. This is the D-Win Legacy Podcast. Peace. listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast on Anchor.fm, also available on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Okay, let's get into some call-ins. And up first, we have Positive Vibes. And he's responding to my episode I did last Friday. I think that's the 13th. Uh, my Here Comes Reality Rant. Let's listen in. Hey, my friend. Positive Vibes here. Uh, just listening to your last episode, and I wanted to call in. Um, first off, you know, I always love listening um, you know, to podcasts and stations, that's what I've learned, is just really to just to see the passion, right, in people's voices, speaking their truth, speaking their experiences, views, thoughts, because it affects everybody in different ways. It affects you in a different way, right, when you let that all out. Um, 
everything that you said, right, I agree with. Um, the main thing is, is that the earlier we could realize who we are as an individual, I think that is what helps us realize what our, our reality is, right? Not getting caught up in what others are doing, what others are thinking, what's happening in the world. I honestly believe that if we focus on the negative, that is what's going to happen. Uh, so I think that all made sense. Just wanted to call in my friend, keep doing your thing, and uh, we'll talk soon. And you are so right, Positive Vibes. Um, we need to, like I talked to Patrick from We Live on Planet about and I kind of spoke on this in other episodes. Now, it, it, on one side of it, it's good to, you know, give each other this this feel good feeling. But sometimes, man, we need that foot in our ass. You see what I'm saying? Because some people don't they don't respond well to, you know, just hearing a lot of you know feel good stuff all the time. And sometimes they need to be pushed a little bit harder. And you're right. We don't want to focus on uh, what anybody else is doing. But I don't want to go in a different direction here. But like, for instance, when it comes to black people, they're in a unusual position right now. And they definitely need someone to continuously on a daily, not 24 7, 25 8, they need a continuous foot in their ass. Because if we don't get it together, we're going to find ourselves in a real fucked up situation. And the reason why I went on that rant because we don't want to wait until. You lose your job. And you can't provide for your family. And you and your family, you're hungry. You ain't got no shelter. You have no health care. This is the direction we're going in. And during that week before I did that rant, I had a strong talk with a lot of people. And they still living in this high level of content. Like everything's fucking gravy. And it's not, man. But I understand what you're saying, Positive Vibes. I mean, just like I listen to you, when I want to keep myself grounded and reel myself back in. But I'm I'm in an environment where I got to put my black boots on positive vibes and I got to continue to keep my foot in people's ass. And you know what? I hope, no, I don't hope I crave that people will do the same for me. I wouldn't want anything less. I don't want somebody around me telling me everything's, oh, everything's good, man. Don't worry about nothing, you know what I mean? I want them to push me because they're dealing with reality and not some dream world shit. 
but positive vibes once again. Always love to hear from you, and thanks for the call-in. Up next, we have my nephew, Ant Capone. What's going on, Aunt? Ant Capone here. Sorry it took so long for me to get back with you, but this thing been glitching. Man, hope you get over that summer cold, man. Them summer colds are the worst, man. But yeah, man, these young cats, man, man, these young cats are just babies, man. They just jumped off the porch, man. They really don't know what's going on out here in these streets, man. And they ain't even being given the opportunity, man. You know what I'm saying? If they ain't killing each other, man, they getting killed by the police, man. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, people have to be mindful, man. It's your responsibility to bring yourself home every day, man. And... You know, XXS was talking about death, like, a lot, a lot, a lot. And, you know, the power of the tongue, man. You know what I'm saying? Proverbs, man. For real, though. Can't just be speaking stuff into existence, man. Especially death, man. What's going on, nephew? Thank you for the call in, man. Um, Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand how, you know, that young... Cat's death, the uh, triple X tech, the young. I hope I'm saying it right. I, I can never get it right, but it, it has a lot to do with what I'm talking about on this episode. Because a lot of a lot of these young cats, I mean, they looking for a way out, and it's a shame that they got to go to you know social media. Which I had another episode about that, how dangerous that is. People don't understand how, you know, we put this this fake illusion of ourselves on these social media sites and especially these new cats, like I mentioned on your station, uh, nephew, they don't understand when you put things in the atmosphere like that, it comes back, it it comes back to you. You really got to be careful what you put out into the universe, man. The universe ain't no joke. And it's kind of what I'm touching on with this gentrification thing. No matter what you do, okay? What you put out is what you get back. And we have to be very mindful of that. And I'm, I mean, it hurts me. I never even heard of the guy, you know what I mean? But it hurts me to see these young cats, you know, these new rappers coming out and they don't really understand the the true elements when it comes to doing hip hop. It's supposed to up, uplift your culture, not put you in a situation where you are gunning each other down. And it hurts me to see our young bo- our, our young boys, our young men taking this this rap thing, this music industry thing to a whole nother level. You know, you're supposed to use that situation to, you know, put you in a position to live a better life. Not riding around and your mindset is on death. <laughs> this is craziness, man. But we got to do better, man. And we're going to be forced to do better. Because it's going to get to a point we're not going to have any choice. But it's just sad, man. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm recovering, nephew. 
getting things right, trying to get myself back in order. But uh, once again, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Take care. Peace. Okay, on a lighter note, our $50 dinner for two is still on and popping. And I have to say that I'm very disappointed that no one knows who the very first black president of the United States was. Oh, look at here. We have a call in from Maria Humphreys. And she's going to give me her answer to who was the very first black president of the United States. Let's listen in. You do not have to buy me dinner to get me to call into your show here. <laughs> of course, Barack, Barack, Barack. Barack, eh? Nope. 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 See, that's the funny part about it. I knew in the back of everybody's mind, he, they was probably like, why is he asking that question? It's obvious. It's Barack. And it's not. <laughs> Try again. We're going to keep this going until the end of the month. We will see if anybody comes up with the correct answer. I'll even give you a hint. George Washington. <laughs> Can you get it? Okay, that concludes this episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. I want to give a huge shout out to Positive Vibes, Aunt Capone, and Maria Humphreys for calling in and trying to get the answer for the $50 dinner for two. Try again, would you? <laughs> Uh, feeling better though, man. Trying to do this episode was kind of rough. But uh, we're coming back into our own. So once again, a much appreciation to everyone who has taken the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. I want to thank you for coming on this journey with me. With the D-Win Podcast. Where the main focus is to build a strong legacy. Peace.